0: i'm connie bowman and i love so much doing these podcasts i kind of think it might be my purpose i don't know maybe but it is my intention to help in some way by sharing information that can help us all live happier healthier more balanced lives in mind body and spirit so thank you thank you for listening thank you for being here Thank you for supporting the podcast and also by checking out our sponsor, Blue Planet Eyewear. They're our new sponsor. They make these awesome readers and sunglasses now that we're moving into the spring and the summer. Their sunglasses are super cute. And the best thing about Blue Planet is that they give back. They give back to people who could not otherwise afford a vision care. Every pair of glasses that you buy, someone gets a pair of glasses. So... That's pretty cool. So go to blueplaneteyewear.com and use the code CONNIE20 and you'll get your special Happy Healthy You discount. So there you go. So I had a a conversation with someone recently about the name of our podcast, Happy Healthy You, and it kind of forced me to remember why I decided years ago to call it Happy Healthy You. Um, Many of you know I wrote the book Back to Happy several years ago about uh, healing from the loss of my daughter, Megan. Um, She died at the age of six. And you can read about it in the book. Some of you may know about it. But um, in the book, I talk about this God thing. I'm really sort of obsessed with God things that happen in life. (laughs) And in my grieving process, I had a dream and Megan came to me and she said, Mommy, I can't be happy until you're happy. And I was like, Oh, what don't make me (laughs) because i was really deep into that grief and then about a week later i got a letter from my sister-in-law she sent me this copy of this dear abby column if you remember dear abby and it was about this little angel and she was marching with the other angels in heaven they all were carrying candles and her candle kept going out someone said why does your candle keep going out and she said my mommy's tears. And so that happening on the heels of that dream that I had was enough of a uh, reinforcement of a God thing set me out on this happiness, this happiness journey. So uh, thus the the name Happy Healthy You. And healthy, obviously, is a big part of being happy and, and living a full life, being a fully human on this earth. So uh that leads me to the God thing that happened just a couple of weeks ago. I went to my mailbox and I get this book from, every once in a while I get books from publishers because they know I have this awesome podcast that you guys listen to. Thank you. And this book was called Con Body. And I looked at it and I'm like, Con? That's me. Wait, Con. My husband yeah. calls me Con. And I also teach a little boot camp class to some women who are primarily women who are about my age, so it's probably not on the level of the boot camp that this book talks about, but we're going to talk to the author of con body, Marte. He's on the podcast today. Let me just tell you a little bit about Koss, because he is probably a little bit different from any other guest I've ever talked to. Cos Marte was a millionaire drug kingpin from New York's Lower East Side who watched his life and those of his loved ones fall apart when he was arrested and sentenced to years in prison. While he was in prison, uh, a doctor told him he was Probably going to die in about five years. He was overweight. He had high cholesterol and he was heading nowhere. So, Kost decided he needed to figure things out and fast. And from that wake up call, he developed a unique and effective exercise program in the space of his own cell with no equipment. He dropped 70 pounds in six months, you guys. Of course, he's a guy. So, sorry, I had to throw that in. <laughs> that program became Conbody. So I, I like to think it was named after me. The prison style boot camp sweeping New York City and taking aim at the rest of the world. His incredible story and this business that he's created has been covered across the media from the New York Times to people to NBC News, even gaining the support of Shark Tank, uh, Shark Tank's Barbara Corcoran. So now he brings his simple, effective program to everyone with this new book coming out just like as we speak entitled ConBody, the revolutionary bodyweight prison boot camp born from an extraordinary story of hope. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Koss.
1: Thank you so much, Connie. I really appreciate it being
0: here. Yeah, and thanks for naming the book after me. (laughs) I thought about you. So let's talk a little bit about your story. Um, Maybe you can just kind of you know, briefly, because everybody's going to want to read this book, because it, it is an extraordinary story of hope. I, I found a lot of hope in the in your story. Um, Thank you. And so for those of us who are, as you say, imprisoned, all of us are imprisoned by something, right? Maybe we have some listeners who are listening uh, from prison, but taking into consideration that we have many other things in life that can keep us from being free. Um, tell us about your story.
1: Yeah, so uh, my story began in the Lower East Side of Manhattan, where it was a very heavily drug-infested neighborhood back in the 80s and 90s. Uh, It was a time where, you know, nobody, and if you were from the outskirts, nobody wanted to come to that neighborhood. Mm. Uh, And I grew up seeing, you know, heroin lines going down the block, you know, skipping over heroin needles, going on my way to school. Um, and this is the life that, that I I grew up in. Um, and, and my mom immigrated from the Dominican Republic when she was six months pregnant with me. I, I was brought up in this neighborhood, which where I, where I learned that drug dealing, uh, was a job. Um, I didn't think I was doing anything wrong, um, until I was incarcerated and I learned my lesson. I, I was, Uh, And my my hopes and dreams is to become rich. You know, when people would ask me, what do you want to be when you grow up? I would tell them I wanted to be rich. And uh, rich I became. Uh, At 19, I was making over $2 million a year. I was running one of the largest drug delivery services in New York City. And, And from there, it went crazy. And I was incarcerated at 23 and sentenced to seven years in prison. And when I went into prison, that's when they told me that I could probably lose my life while I was inside. Um, my cholesterol levels are so high that they said I could probably die of a heart attack within five years in prison. Mm-hmm. And doing the math, you know, five years to live, seven years to do, I'm not going to die in this place. Um, so when they told me this, I quickly, like, ran back to my cell. I started doing jumping jacks, dips, push-ups <laughs> off of the side of my bed. And, like, in five minutes, I said, F this i'm not working out this is too too like too hard for me uh and and then i basically you know laid down on my bed and was like i lost hope um but when i i woke up the next morning and i looked in that cell i looked at the the ceilings and i i said i can't die in this place mm-hmm. um primarily i thought about my son who was only three years old at the time um and I said I needed to come home for him, and I, I basically, you know, went out to the prison yard that same day when I woke up, and I started running laps around the prison yard, and I lost seventy pounds in six months, uh, and then I helped over twenty inmates who over a thousand pounds combined. So I wow. took that same that same secret sauce that I developed in that prison yard, and I I, I poured it into this book, and uh, and it, it's like a how to step. Of, uh, if you ever want that prison body you've always desired. (laughs) Um, I, I also came up with a prison menu, which is not the healthiest menu you could ever, uh, (laughs) intake, but, uh, it's what I had to deal with and, um, and, and, and take and take in. And I, I basically, you know, came out home, um, you know, with the desire of starting a business behind, what changed my life yeah. and saved my and saved my life and, and that's what i did uh, i came home started Combody, where i hire formerly incarcerated individuals to teach fitness classes today and we're based in this exact same uh corner where i was first arrested when i was 13 uh and where i sold drugs at and i went back to a full circle now where we have a, a fitness gym now
0: that's amazing. And that's such a short version of a long story because you do say yeah. your, your motto, I love your motto. It's sort of, it's do the time, right? Because yep. none of us can get to where we want to be overnight. And I think that's, that's a big uh, problem in our culture is we want everything overnight, which was, uh, which was probably part of uh, your issue too. You wanted to be rich, but it, you know, sometimes it takes time, right? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> now yeah. you see that in hindsight. So uh, yeah. thank you so much for sharing your story. Somewhere in between nineteen and twenty-three, you had your little son. Um, well, how old were you then yep. when he was born?
1: I, I was twenty. Twenty. I was
0: okay. twenty-one when he was born. So yep. super young. Yeah. And and you grew up um, like so many of us. Your 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 soul in, incarnated into uh, a situation that was very challenging. Um, yeah. My soul incarnated into a whole different situation. I had I had a lot of different ideas about what I wanted to be based on the role models I had, but you had a, some limited role models to look at. And um, I think that's a situation for a lot of people. So let's start from the beginning. When you got that uh, wake up call from the doctor when you were in prison, how did you decide, you, you started doing these exercises and I'm, I'm sort of, uh, obsessed about this because you just went back to your cell and you started working out. And, um, yeah. how did you know what to do? Had you been, um, involved in sports as a child or had you, had you been in? Yeah. A, I've, go ahead. I have
1: played, I played baseball, soccer as a kid. Um, I mean, I, I love sports. I got really overweight when I was, uh, when actually, when I got my ex-wife pregnant and I grew the same belly she grew, um, <laughs> that happens I, I a lot. That's pretty common. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and that, and I kept eating that junk, living that lifestyle in the streets, and drinking, smoking, and all that nasty stuff. Yeah. Um, and, and and then I decided, you know, I need I need to start getting moving. But I, I learned a lot of exercises through this uh this program that I went through when I. Ended up in prison at nineteen. I went to prison for a year from nineteen to twenty, and I did this program called Shock, which is uh, ex-marines turned correction officers. Mm -hmm. And and I took that same, you know, same basic training, uh, blended it with uh, individuals who've done twenty to thirty years of prison that I I learned from my previous incarceration. Um, and, and came up with my own routine, um, and, and then started uh, studying exercise science and, and got my certification when yeah. I came home, but Very yeah, cool. that, that's how I made it.
0: So cool. You say in the book that you, when you first started, uh, you tried to do pull-ups, you couldn't do one, you couldn't do yeah. dips. You I mean, most of us start there, right? Unless we've, unless we've been working out all along, if we want to start a program, um, it can be pretty deflating, as you said. You just went back to bed. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, what was it that got you back working out that next day, or whenever you started again?
1: It was. It was just me thinking and like just thinking about, you know, I don't. I didn't want to. I didn't want to die. You know, like I was. I was so. I was also uh, pulled back. Um, that I pushed back by by the fact that you know, my, I was so unhealthy and I didn't really know, I didn't, I didn't, I, you know, there's people that are 400 pounds, you know, and, um, and I didn't feel like I was going to die, but, uh, they also said I was drinking and smoking and that also made me, uh, my cholesterol levels, you know, bad and my blood pressure and everything. Um, and, and that's what really motivated me. Plus I also had the, the time to do it, you know? So
0: yeah. It helps prison, it helps that you have the time to do it
1: yeah in prison you know, all you do is basically read books and work out so yeah. that's that's what I did
0: yeah so all of your exercises are based on body weight correct yeah so yeah. so you no, just started much. you started with push-ups and squats and all the basic um, I, I love some of your exercises they're just a, a lot of a lot of them are a little bit different from um, some of the exercises that we do in boot camp. But it's funny, when I had my little God thing and your book showed up in my uh, mailbox, I was teaching that night. I literally went to my mailbox at three o'clock and picked out your, got your book and I was teaching that night. And I wasn't sure what I was going to do exactly, but I ended up bringing the book to boot camp and showing it to everybody. And they were so excited. And we did your... Um, I'm trying to find the exercise now. It's like uh, you touch your heels as you're um, jogging, like like jogging, uh, and you touch your heels. And we tried, we did that for touches. two minutes. Yeah, heel. What's it called? Heel touch. Heel, heel
1: touches. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. So we did that for two minutes and nobody liked you very much. It was, <laughs> that was hard. <laughs> that was hard. Yeah. So you have a lot of really great exercises in here that we can do at home. And you've got like one for every day, which is really cool. So you've got like,
1: yeah.
0: what is it? Manic Monday or something. I'm just looking here through the book. Yeah. Manic
1: Monday, Tough Luck Tuesdays is all based off uh, uh, body parts, concentrating on different body parts and letting the uh, uh, body part like rebuild. Yeah. Instead of like doing, you know, legs five times a week, you know, it's, it's, you really need, that's how, that's how the muscle builds, you know, while you're working out, you're breaking down the muscle in your body and then you rebuild it with breast and protein. So, yeah, um, and I, know, like a
0: lot how,
1: people,
0: yeah. I also like how you, uh, break it down, um, so that you have like phase one, phase two, phase three, so that you, you can build up. So when you yeah. were when you were in the cell and you were doing you know twenty five, did you set goals for yourself? Did you say like this week I'm going to do this many jumping jacks and this many push ups and and then increase the numbers? How did how did that work at first?
1: I I didn't I didn't do it in, in such intervals. I I just try to you know max out as much as I can. You know I started with you know doing one pull up and then you know today I could do thirty pull ups straight, but like. It was just consistency and just getting moving every single day. Um, I was running, you know. I, I began with running laps around a prison yard, and uh, and and I started with one lap, and then I would walk, and then I would try to run another one. But at one time, I was running two hours a day. You know, it was it was uh, helping me just rebuild. But it, it takes consistency. It's not going to happen overnight. You know, my. Yeah. I I preach to people that anybody could do it because my mom is 63 years old and she does this four times a week with me. So,
0: yeah,
1: Um, and she's a beast and she catches up and she keeps
0: up. I love that. I love that. And um, yeah, yeah, I want to talk about the story a little bit later, right out um, when you got out of prison and you started working out in Jefferson Park. And that's such a sweet story that your mom went along with you. But I want to talk about diet first, um, because I think this is this is an obstacle that many of us have to overcome because there's so much processed food. And you say that in prison, the commissary, it was all processed food, right, or canned food. Um, Yeah. Talk about how you... uh, picked and chose the food from what you had and how you made that work because you really had a successful weight loss I mean we can work out we can work out but if we don't improve our diet nothing's going to move on the scale so how did you do it
1: I mean I just knew that uh, I was intaking a lot of carbs and I just lowered my my carbs and increased my protein intake and vegetables and fruits and I stopped drinking the juice I was basically and taking like my electrolytes through fruits um i was and that's what that's the best thing i could say and do i'm not a nutritionist so i don't recommend this diet to like right the whole world but this is what i
0: I you did the best you could
1: yeah i'm just sharing my story and how i did it yeah um i love it but i uh Yeah, that's what I did. I mean, we used to call the Juice Sperm Killer in there because we didn't know what the hell was mixing in. (laughs) Then they had like all this like processed saucy meat. I I didn't eat that. I basically was just like my biggest protein intake was tuna, cancer tuna, because that's what, you know, you get. And we got like Jack Mac and stuff. But yeah, that was uh, that was it.
0: That's amazing that you did that on your own. Did you journal about your food or write down what you ate at all?
1: Uh, yes, yeah, so I. that's that's what I did um, while I was in solitary confinement. So, you know, I got into some to altercation with an officer that led me into into the box, which, which you're held in 24-hour lockdown. So while I was in 24-hour lockdown, I, I had time to rethink about, like, how did my diet change? What did I do? And like sat down and started reflecting, doing a whole overview, and just like writing every single thing down. Um, and and I that's what I did.
0: Yeah, I I love that chapter where you talked about going into solitary and confinement, and you didn't tell us exactly how how you uh, got in there. So you had a little altercation, and um, they put you in there for a month. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: twenty twenty four hour lockdown wow. uh, thirty thirty days um, you get two showers a week. it's about a uh, over a hundred degrees in there no no wow. fans on what you see and, and you don't know what day and night is you know it's it's uh,
0: mm. it's torture Torture, you know? yeah, well, I love the story that you tell. Can I just uh, read some of it? Um, of course I won't tell give give it all away because it's such a good story and it's it's another god thing, I think. Um, you say, all I had in solitary was a paper, a pen, and a Bible. I wrote my family a 10 page letter telling them what happened and that I wouldn't be home and telling uh, Lil C, that's your son, that I loved him. I missed him so much. But I didn't have a stamp, so I couldn't even give it to the guard to put it in the mail. After five days in solitary, I got a letter from my sister. She wrote about Psalm 91. Please go read it, she said. Read it and pray. I tossed the letter aside and ignored it. Of course, being in solitary, I soon got bored. So then I opened the Bible and turned to Psalm 91. A stamp fell out. Boom, I got chills. You didn't say boom, you said I got chills. Then I read, and then more chills. Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely he will save you. And you say you keep re- you kept reading. Oh my gosh! When you, that stamp fell out, I wanted to. I just wanted to cry.
1: <laughs>
0: That's pretty cool. I mean,
1: yeah, it was. It was. I mean, every time I, I share that story, hear that story, I I, I get chills myself. You know. Yeah. And, um, and there was other stuff that happened to me in that cell that was just unexplainable, and I felt like there was really something bigger than myself. You know. I, I, yeah. It's. Um, it's what really changed my life, you know, it's what really made me understand what I was doing in the streets was negatively affecting my community and the the environment environment around me, so I I decided to give back in this way, you know, and I felt God has given me a a plan, a future, and and a path to re, you know, Get, create this whole web of positivity.
0: Remake yourself. Yeah, it, it's really beautiful. And that whole chapter where this this little passage was is a chapter about addiction. Where you do talk about how we have so many addictions in this in this world, and whether you're you're physically incarcerated or just figuratively incarcerated, you it's a good idea to take a look at what we're what we're. Um, what our attachments are, what our habits are, what our addictions are. Um, so I, I really appreciated that. Um, Thank you. And there's a whole uh, there's a whole chapter on recovery. And you say when you decide to move forward, you will still face setbacks and obstacles, but you just have to keep going. So what keeps you going? What I think I think you've got to be so motivating for anybody who's going through you know, re- recovery, addiction recovery, or someone who is, might be in prison getting ready to get out like you were, like what keeps you going?
1: I mean, uh, just the little things, you know, I, I just appreciate every single little thing I have. You know, I I was I was at a point where I had nothing. I was, I was sitting in a cell um, a little bit over five years ago, you know, with not, nothing, nothing. I I was stripped away from everything I had, Um, and and when I when I get down in those moments where I'm like, this is too hard, I because I get in those in that path, I'm like, I want to give up. I'm really tired. My body is sore. You know the typical you know mindset of a human being. And I and then I I, for me, I pray and, and I ask God, how can I keep going? Give me an answer, and I I find an answer. With just like a simple message from somebody on Instagram, mm-hmm. you know, keep doing what you're doing, you're really inspiring me. Or one of my employees letting me know, you know, I, I thank you so much for this opportunity. Now I have something to feed my family with. Like, so mm-hmm. it's it's bigger than myself. You know, I, I got to think about other people instead of me. And that's what really put, keeps me pushing
0: on. Because now you employ those people that you talk about in the book that are unemployable. so so, to maybe talk a little bit about how hard it is to remake a life for yourself when you come out of prison and you really do want to start, and yeah. how, how tempting it can be, I guess, to uh, to go down the wrong path again.
1: yeah, I mean, i i I went down the wrong path a few times. i I was in and out of jail about ten times. Uh, from the ages of thirteen and twenty-seven, and I, I'm done. You know, I, I have no reason to go back. But it was every time I, 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 came out, it was I was faced with, what do I do now? You know, there's nobody that's going to give me an opportunity, um, and and it's so easy to go back. And it was it was right in my face every single time. Uh, the difference this time was just I, I just I said I don't I don't care what happens, I'm going to be okay. You know, I don't need money. I don't need anything. I have my family. I have shelter. I have food and I have clothes, you know, so if this is what I have to deal with, you know, I'm going to continue surviving. Uh, I feel like my mom is one of the most successful people on this planet. You know, she only makes $12 an hour as a home health aid, but she pays her rent, eats the best food because she cooks every day and, uh, and just lives life, you know, and is continuously living and appreciating and enjoying what, what we have.
0: Cool. So now tell us about your business. You have, you, you are training people all over the place. You have all of these trainers that you've trained. Tell us about it. Like how many locations and how, did, how, how does it work now?
1: Yeah, so we have one location on the Lower East Side. We also partnered up with Saks Fifth Avenue, so uh, probably the bougiest store in America. Yeah, right. Uh, uh, and we opened up a, a combine in there. And then we also have an online platform where you can virtually work out with a formerly incarcerated individual for five dollars a month. Cool. Um, that, that the platform is being, uh, we're doing like a 2.0 version uh and we're rebuilding that and that's coming out next week um so i'm excited for that and also the book is coming out next week so it's all coming in it's all happening at at once
0: it's all happening at once that's pretty cool i just have to ask you how did you get Sachs to uh let you in their doors and and work with them it
1: was it was crazy i was uh i was I, i was a keynote speaker at this event called founder made um it's like a health and wellness uh thing there was about 500 to 800 people there um and I spoke on stage and shared my story and shared my journey and this one lady comes up to me and asks me you know uh I'm gonna help you can I get your card I'm like how the hell are you gonna help me and she's like don't worry I'm gonna help you like she was very like incognito and like sketchy and I was like all right here's my card she emails me the next day and says like puts on the subject line "Sax opportunity i didn't really put two and two together i didn't really realize <laughs> That's so
0: that it it's so cryptic Sax opportunity <laughs> yeah
1: it, it didn't even say Fifth avenue opportunity it just says "Sax opportunity and she was like and then the email she was like when you get a chance you know i want to hop on a call with you and i was like okay so i hopped on the call with her right away and uh and she was like look yeah, i'm i'm running this um I'm I'm in charge of this wellness uh, program that we're starting, um, and we want you, combine to run the fitness side of it uh, in, in our second in our flagship store on Fifth Avenue and 50th Street. And That's I was amazing. like, "What? Like, can you say that again?" <laughs> and and uh, we actually build like a prison in there, um, which is crazy and uh, and has been a, a, a crazy journey. Now they want us in more stores across uh, the nation and, and I'm, uh, I'm trying to figure that out how I'm going to expand from you know, just New York and, uh, and, and retake this thing nationally and maybe internationally.
0: You know what costs, I don't think you have to figure a whole lot out. I think God's just figuring it out for you. This is so exciting. And if that doesn't so. keep you on the path, nothing will, but I'm sure like me, uh, the inspiration really comes from the clients that you serve and the people that whose lives are changed by you. And did you ever think like when you look back on your life, like, how? What a big impact you are making on so many people! Did you ever think that could be a possibility for yourself?
1: I, I had no idea. I mean, I <laughs> I wake up. I don't. I don't pinch myself. I smack myself sometimes because <laughs> I, I I feel like I'm still dreaming. Yeah. Um, it's it's crazy, you know. I I I feel blessed, and, yeah. and uh, I mean, I, yeah, I look at my son and. And to see him, how how happy he is, to have me home. You know, and it's mm. just a it's a blessing.
0: It's a Good blessing. for you. Good for you. What is it? Is it Maya Angelo who used to say, "God can dream a bigger dream for you than you ever could for yourself." Yeah, awesome. it's so cool. Okay, well, I just want to thank you so much for all these workouts because I'm totally going to use them. I hope you don't <laughs> mind in my boot camp and in my life. I love to just awesome. do these. Bo- I think these body weight exercises are the wave of the future because we need nothing. It's like you can travel, you can take them to your hotel room if you're if you're moving around doing working. You can do them in your home if you have little kids or if you're in a prison cell. For goodness sakes, <laughs> you can get it done. Right? No excuses. Excuses. Exactly.
1: Um, exactly. I'm, I'm bringing these books inside prison, actually, too. So
0: let me just ask you, you before we time. get all your information: What do you what how what kind of a coach are you like? If you have a, a real slacker in class, like you know how people come into your class and they'll like get in the back of the room, they'll be as far from you as they can, just so you won't get in their face. Like, what do you do yeah. to inspire your clients to to really push to their you know greatest potential?
1: I mean, there's a lot of people that go into our classes that are, are really fit. And then there's also people that just like getting started with their journey. Um, I I just get in their face. I crack jokes. I, you know, if, if I get those, sometimes I get those slackers and I get like the whole row in the back, you know, people trying to hide. I tell them, you know, turn around and I, I'll have the class. You know, and those slackers face to be the front of the row. Oh, and, great uh, idea.
0: I'm going to do that. Yeah. That's a great yeah. idea.
1: They're like, all right, you want to be in the back? Turn around. We're, you're in the front now. So <laughs> just. Uh, okay. And, and, and then just making a joke out of it and making people laugh um, and just having fun with it.
0: I'm totally going to do that. I'm going to take that. Okay. And one other question. What is the hardest exercise that everybody says? What is the hardest body weight exercise that you make your clients do?
1: I think the uh, bodybuilder.
0: Uh, oh, okay. It's,
1: it's it's in the book. It's like a, a squat thrust, like a burpee.
0: Sort of like a burpee. Um, Everybody hates burpees. Yeah. Mm. yeah,
1: it's like a burpee with a with, with a with a plank jack. So you are opening up your legs at the bottom. Right, right,
0: uh, okay. So, yep. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to do those. We're going to do those, and I am going to turn the class around. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah. Thank you for that. Oh, thank you. Okay, so give us all the information that we need to find you. Find more information about you. Buy your book, etc., etc.
1: Awesome. So the book is available on Amazon right now. Just search Combody. Available for pre-orders coming out Tuesday, so you can get that asap. Uh, you can hit us up on Facebook at Combody. That's C-O-N-B-O-D-Y, like convict body. Um, uh, Instagram, same thing, all our social channels, Twitter. So just search Combody or find us there and, and just, just hit us up, messages us. It always goes down in DM. If you want to me- email us info at com. we really appreciate it.
0: Oh, I just want to go back to one thing that I promised. So in the book, you talked about how right, right after you got out of prison, you, went, you just went down to Jefferson Park and you did your workouts. And one by one, people would start to notice that you were there and even your mom joined you, and then it grew from there. So if somebody's just getting started and needs a little um, incentive to just put in the time, what would you say to them just as we as we leave?
1: Um just just set out little short-term goals for yourself you know tell yourself you're going to work out for two days after two days say a week once you get a weekend you get a get two weeks in and then you know turn that into 30 days once you do 30 days you'll build a habit where you where if you miss a day you're gonna feel bad and like guilt you know like oh my god i missed working out you know so it's just building that, that short-term girl, building that, that stable habit, um, and just continuously attacking. You know.
0: Good. Good. Good advice. Thank you so much, Koss. Good luck with the book. Good luck with the, yeah. the everything that you've got going because you've got a lot going. So take care. Thank you so thank much. Thank you so much, All right. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye.